I'm so excited to have you. Thank you. This is the most exciting day of my entire life because you're the mentor of my entire universe. Girl, would you stop and shut up? But it's true. <laughs> Be quiet. Shut up. <laughs> but it's true. It is true. It is you true. Crazy. You have inspired me in so many ways, not just as a b-boy, but a b-girl. Your mentality, your positive attitude, your you work so ethic, much. your the way you eat. I mean, I could go on and on. Thank you, sweetie. Yeah. I appreciate that. <laughs> And, and you know, Kayla, is this the first time you've ever talked to Flo, or have you met him before? No. Yeah, I've, I've never met you before. Oh, no? No, I would, yeah, uh, basically just by legend through the years of following, <laughs> whatever, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like tracing back to Ghetto Originals. Ah, and, uh, that seven really goes back. Yeah. <laughs> Which I, I How was that, those, by I the way, when you were... I don't think those videotapes work anymore. I watched them so many I, times. Yo, it is yo, I, it is it is so crazy where the technology has went compared to when we first started. It was crazy how everything is on a phone now. Like it's yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, well, I know for Ghetto Originals, it was uh well Quickstep spends a lot of time in Colorado and he became one of my teachers at, at, for a couple points and and that's what he, you know, he was talking about that back then and then kind of turned me on to some of the footage and, and then that led to the seven gems video. Okay. Because <laughs> I watch it. Well, yeah, I want, I want to know. So how did you get in to get original? Cause I don't know if I've ever asked you that. Like how, what was that through Kenny? Well, well that was from, um, Mr. Wiggles. Cause remember, um, Somebody got hurt or somebody couldn't do a show and they asked me what I would be um, down to okay. do a show with them. And I'm like, well, I'm a guy that likes to battle. I don't know how to do eight counts, but I'll, hey, I give it a shot. I got nothing else to do. Right. And they just and they just <laughs> put me in a number and the next thing I'm in another number and then before you know it, I'm in the whole damn thing. <laughs> so, you were pretty new on the scene. Yeah. I mean, you were known on the scene in the battle part of it all, but you were, as far as performing and stuff, that was like one of your first yes, big things, Yes, yes. Right? I mean, that just that set the blueprint for everything else that I've done in my life. If if it yeah. wasn't for that, I wouldn't have been able to um, pick up eight counts if it wasn't for Get Original. That's fair. Wow. Yeah. Crazy, huh? <laughs> Kevin's actually Kevin's actually pretty similar too. He he was not like a eight count. He couldn't do eight count. Seriously, no. Right, Kevin. I, I, I it was well. It was this guy, uh, this group called Millennium Two Thousand in Boulder that I auditioned for. Jules is doing the choreography, and I'm in the back stepping over my feet and tripping. Uh huh. And then at the end, <laughs> you know, uh, uh, KJ said something like, "All right, now it's time to freestyle." So I, I busted out some, you know couple of footwork sets and he was like oh you got the job see and then it took like two or three years just to pick up those first four eight counts just taking class like all the time mm -hmm. Whew. Yep. but well, so sorry i didn't mean to interject but i wanted to know because i i'm curious about this i want to know how you because you were a house dancer first 
right? Before B-boying? Or were no, you I was, man, I was a house hip-hop dancer. I didn't even know what b Well, I knew what B-boy was, but I was not good at it. I sucked at it. So that was <laughs> something that I didn't gra- gravitate to that much because I wasn't good at it. Correct. Uh-huh. So it's funny because when I met Mr. Wiggles and um, Crazy Legs and Pee Wee Dance when they came to Washington, D.C., to judge a um, dance, a judge a dance contest that I was in, but I thought they was coming to battle, but they was actually coming to judge. And when I got finished battling, they had to do a judge showcase. And listen, I seen breaking before on TV, but see it in person with some of the legends, I was like, I want to learn how to do that. And that just changed yeah. my life. When I saw Crazy Lakes go down, I was like, Man, his footwork, his top rock <laughs> was incredible. I just fell in love. I was like, forget about house. <laughs> forget it. Forget, forget about it. That's 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 news to me. I always thought you just started as a b-boy. Hell no, a b-boy. No, not at all, man. I did not start as a b-boy at all. I did not start until I met Crazy Legs. Yeah. Was Crazy Legs your first teacher? Crazy Legs was my first teacher, but but it was crazy that because Crazy Legs taught taught you know he taught me the basics, you know he taught mm-hmm. me the six step. If it uh-huh. wasn't for him, I wouldn't know the basics six step or you know the foundation of what this is. But True. who taught? But who took me to another level was Prince Ken Swift. Yeah, man. Yep. Everybody kept saying you think Legs is good. You got to meet this guy, Kenny. <laughs> I was like, who is Ken Swift? They was like, wait till you see Ken Swift. So I remember coming to the Rocksteady anniversary, and everybody was out there breaking. Now, this is my first time in New York City, and this is my first time being around some incredible B-boys. And mm-hmm. everybody was out there breaking and stuff, and I was like a little girl, like, I'm not going in that damn circle. Damn that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, everybody was just destroying it. I was like, God. Damn! Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, everybody just kind of stepped out the way, and they was like, "He's here! He's here!" And Ken Swift came out. He had this <laughs> yellow bumblebee out, this yellow bumblebee outfit, and I looked at him, and I was like, "That is the guy that everybody's talking about." And <laughs> I was like, "He don't even look like a dancer." When he hit the floor. Mm-hmm. I was like, Lays can kiss my ass. I'm that guy right there. <laughs> I mean, when Ken Swift, it was like. I mean, were you just? Were, yeah. What did you? What did you think? Were you just like? I I was like, God has came. The b boy God has stepped in the circle and shut everybody down. Like if man, if Damn. listen, I thought these other kids was incredible. But the respect that they gave Ken Swift and the way he yeah. shut, no one had the style and the flavor and the musicality that Ken Swift had when he touched the floor. Man, he still does. Oh, my God. he's Yo, Ken Swift was my mentor. He was my mentor so much. I try to be like him. I try to walk like him. I try to dress like him to the point where Ken Swift came up to me and said, Flo, you have to stop being me. It's only me. Start being yourself. Stop doing my shit. Nice. Like he, I mean, he just came up to me and, and told me point blank. 
And that's yeah, because you guys. I mean, he. You guys looked. I remember at one point. Yeah, you were definitely his student because you. I mean, you still have taken and have a lot of elements okay, mm-hmm. yes. from Kenny. Um, but now you have obviously your own flow thing. Everybody knows flow. But style. you know what's so funny is I didn't understand that until I met Greg Camelot Jr., which is my locking teacher. He mm-hmm. said that you have to learn your foundation and then you got to take the foundation and create it and make it your own. You can't look like mm-hmm. other people because you won't get that respect and that love that you, you know, tend to get. And when he and when he told right. me that, that's when I kind of veered away and started making, creating my own style of right. b-boy. Yeah. What do you what do you consider just for people that have never if, if people haven't seen you I mean I'm if, if there's b boys and b girls out there that don't either a know you or have seen you I am just that just makes me want to vomit. But I'm serious. But anyways, I would if, since they it, you know how would you describe your style? Because I mean I know how I would describe it, but I want to know what, how you describe I, it. I just I would um, describe my um, style of having fun. Uh, mm-hmm. funky being character I'm just I'm just I'm always in character I'm always like to make people laugh my b-boy style is I yeah. love to make people laugh and I like to make people feel good even if I'm battling you I'm still going to roast you but I'm going to make you feel good as I'm doing it <laughs> and that's what I love I love it <laughs> yeah yeah. I, yeah so how funky. did so then, so after you met Kenny, then what happened? Like, how did that then turn into Seven Gems? Or did it, was it something well, else before Seven well, Gems? Well, it was, it was, okay, you know, I was in Rods. <laughs> Crazy Legs started a crew called the Crazy Commandos. And mm-hmm. he had uh-huh. his own clique out of side of Rods Steady Crew because he wanted to, you know, put other people in the crew, but he didn't want to put them in Rod in Steady. So he said, well, I'm going to make right. a little crew off of Rocksteady called Crazy Commando. So I guess Kenny saw that, uh-huh. and Kenny was like, well, shit, I'm going to make mine too called Seven Gems. But for some but, but yeah. for some reason, I think Kenny, Seven, um, Seven Gems was a little bit powerful, more powerful, I guess. And I guess a little envy and little stuff started rubbing each other the wrong way, and stuff just started blowing out of proportion. Okay. Right. So, so that was kind of the end of that era of both Legs and Kenny being exactly. alive. Yes, yes. You know, life. I really don't yeah. want to talk too much about that, but yes, yes. No, 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 yes. we don't have yes. to. We don't have to. Yes. But, but anyway, so you went, you were in yep. Seven Gems, and then... Yeah. Yeah, so then, so then, I was in Seven Gems, yeah. so then um, Legs called me and said, I can only be in one crew. And I was like, wait a minute. We mean I can only be in one just one crew. I mean, Seven Gems is Kenny, but but we still rock steady. He said, "Well, what if Seven Gems and Rock Steady meet up together?" I'm like, "That would never happen." I'm like, "I don't, I don't understand." So he said, "You have a choice: Seven Gems uh-huh. or Rock or Rock Steady." And I choose Rock Steady. Um, um, Seven Gems, and then that was it for me for for Rock Steady crew. Right. No longer in Rock Steady crew, and I was part of Seven Gems, and then I guess Seven Gems kind of went down the hill a little bit. Well, not down the hill, but... Seven Gems was you know, so some, badass. 
some problems happened at Seven Gems, like all groups happen. And then you know what? I was like, you know what? I'm gonna start my own, just my own, just my own thing. And that's when Footwork Fanatics came. Yeah. And Footwork Fanatics started with Mr. Freeze and Mr. Wiggles because we was in Las Vegas, and they said, you know what? We should just start a clique, and it's all Footwork, and we should call it Footwork Fanatics, and that's what Wiggles made up. And it kind of it kind of burned out for, after a year or so. And I said, Wiggles, is it okay if I take Footwork Fanatics and make it a crew? He was like, of course, go, go ahead and do it. And that's when me and Wicked took over Footwork Fanatics and made it more of a crew than a clip. Yeah. Yeah. And then when did Wicked come into the picture? How did you guys So meet? me and Wicked so- met from Battling because I didn't really like his partner, Jay. And um, Jay was a, one of the top um, B-boys in the West Coast. And, you know, the East Coast coming to the West Coast. And we had that attitude that the East Coast is best and the West Coast is best. You know, that 20-year-old shit, you know, that testosterone. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hockey, yeah. you know. So Jay, Jay was the one that I will always go try to battle. But Wicked was always in the middle. So I'll battle Wicked, too, because he was part of Jay. And then... um. Right. When um, Jam on the Groove started dying down, Wiggles was doing a show called Man- called Manhattan in Vegas. And, oh, right, and uh, right. Wiggles asked me, between Jay and Wicked, who would be the best person to call to put in the show? And I said, Wicked. And he said, why? I said, because I like his attitude. It's not so much that his dance wasn't that good. Jay, Jay at that time, Wicked's partner was better than Wicked. But Wicked's attitude was way better to learn. Mm-hmm. Oh, and that's you. and then that's when Wiggles called Wicked up and um we flew him out to um New York City and he um got he got into um Manhattan with us. And then the rest is history. Right. Yeah. Yeah, the rest, the rest is history. Is history. <laughs> so KO is KO and I before we called you today, we were talking about I mean the most epic battle i think the one that i loved the most and remember the most before i even knew you guys was the one at b-boy summit what was it kevin uh, 99. like 99 With, um, it was- and wicked and then came and yeah. Master and wicked that one yeah 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 came so, and wicked yep, yeah against Fam- flow master and wicked yes yeah i think i watched that to death that battle, that that battle was to me. That was like okay. So when you saw Kenny for the first time, that's how I felt about seeing you two battle. Time, that's how I felt about seeing you two battle. I was like, oh my god! I was like, this is this is how I want to battle. Like that's how I want to dance, and that's how I started gravitating towards that direction. You have to. <laughs> Flo, you got to tell Kevin about. Oh, yo, how you I was just, you were so brother. funny because I was just thinking that right now. I was like, I was like, <laughs> it's so funny that you was just in my mind, Joes. I was just thinking that. <laughs> really? Yeah, I know. I, know. <laughs> I was like, remember Flo? Couldn't, Flo could after me. Really? I was like, I was like, anybody who's part of K Mail, oh, yeah. you are getting it. <laughs> oh, snap. Okay. Yeah, and K and I were. K- and Kay and I were really good friends, you know, like I was friends with Kay. So I was kind of, and I didn't know Flo, 
yet. So I was, you know, uh, of course I was going to be on more on KML's right. side or, you know, promote KML more. So friggin' slow. I remember yes. this was in Los Angeles. We went yeah. out to. Um, I forgot the name it? of that club, it but it was call. almost downtown LA. But I, I, know. I know exactly what you're talking about because I was yeah. just thinking about it. Oh my God. He I did. destroyed me. He called me out and destroyed me. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, I, I had no idea that he didn't like me. I was like, what? He doesn't, what? He's, he's like, well, because you, I, I, I found out that it was because, you know, I was kind of promoting K-Mel and I was like, K-Mel, you know, I was doing that whole loyalty thing, type right. whatever. So yeah, it was hilarious. K was hilarious. K O the whole the whole this K O the whole bottom line is I had a lot of growing up to do. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> I had a lot of growing up to do. A lot of stuff that Ooh, I did in my past was a little kid, a little like like crazy. Like I think about that shit and I'll be like, how the hell did I do that? <laughs> oh my god, are you kidding? I used I was horrible. I was one of the meanest B girls out there. I was. So mean. I talked so much crap. I'll never forget this yeah, you did. boy you summit. Talk a lot of crap. I went with I went with I went with Pop because I was I was with Pop at the time. Yep. He was my boyfriend. And I was uh, at one of the B Boy summits and it was I think it was like earlier two thousands, I know that. But I freaking was on one. I battled Irvin for like 15 rounds. We almost like both of us almost threw up. We wouldn't stop. I was like so pissed off at the universe. And then I went to every other circle and battled. And then if there, I was just mm -hmm. talking so much crap. I was with Stilo. I made I made this one French girl cry. I was like, what yeah. is wrong with me? I was horrible. Yeah, I was I was a total. I I just wanted to destroy people, but in a maybe not so great. It's called growing up, sweetie. <laughs> it's called growing up. Exactly. I no, would never do no. that I, now. I would, I mean, nowhere I would, don't near. mind battling, but I would never be like. Nowhere yeah, near nowhere of near how like I that. used to be. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. I know. Well, speaking of that, so what are you, tell everybody what you're up to now. Because you've been, I mean, over the years, you've done so much and now you're into training and you're mm -hmm. well. Now so, I'm a father, yeah. you know, I got two beautiful kids. My son is eight, my daughter's 13. And, you know, right. I um, came off the road, you know, I just, I no longer tour. It's over. I hung it up because my kids is number one now. Yeah. You know, and um, now I'm yeah. training people. Like I train dancers to get ready for battles. I train fighters to get ready for fights. I train my son. I train my daughter. Matter of fact, my son is my dancing partner. So when so when we go battle, me and my son is called Funky Fanatics. And okay. let me tell you, that. this boy's eight years old, and this kid be beating kids that have been grown people that have been dancing for a long time. The funk and the flavor that he has, he scares me. <laughs> I I be like, I'm stealing that. I'm stealing that. Yep, that's coming home with me. <laughs> Yep, no longer. Nope, you don't. Nope, you don't own that move no more. That's mine. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he has your genes. Oh, yes. I mean, could you expect anything less? But just, but his, but his freeness, like the way how, because I'm still stuck in my ways a little bit. He has no mm -hmm. ways. He has no stuck ways. He's just so free, and the stuff that he comes up with is it. It just blows my mind. Yeah. Oh my god. You know. 
So I just you yeah. Know. I mean, I've seen him dance. He's in. He's in, he's in. And then his personality and oh. he's a, he's definitely he's on a. Level. I'm I'm in fight for dancing and fighting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm. Yeah, he fights. Yeah, too, right? he fights too. I'm telling you, when he turns 13 years old, I'm gonna be taking out the trash and washing the dishes and making up his bed. <laughs> So you have to have tires. Yes. <laughs> With monster. Yeah, exactly. That's a big tire. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah. So, are you doing stuff with monster? Monster? No. You know, I listen. Oh. I, I just, I don't, I don't, I don't support nothing that deals with messing with people's like I'm not down in monster or nothing like that so please whoever listens to this I'm not down in that but I'm the kind of person that if it's not helping people's health I'm not part of that mm-hmm. nice yeah 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 well you're still down with Vega yes, right Vega 20 24-7 Vega is my life Vega has changed my life Brandon Brazier the creator of Vega has changed my life you know yeah. you're just you're looking at somebody who had 11 knee surgeries and if it wasn't for Brandon Brazier, I wouldn't be doing what I'm still doing today. Yeah, it's an all-vegan yes. line of protein powder. Yes, ev- ev- everything of- is plant-based. Everything. Sick. Yeah. Yep. Wow. What, what yeah. The- yeah, so what do you think? Steve, I mean, like, as far as Vega goes, what Vega, do you think? okay. Well, I guess I should say... Okay, so this brings me to the, my next kind of question. I guess this segues into it. Is like, so now, how? What are you thinking about how things are now? Like with these huge epic battles and b boys, you know, training more as athletes and you know, getting more serious about that kind of thing. Do you think that's a like a positive thing, or we, or, or do you think it's, we're lacking the whole like underground type thing? What do you I think, think about that? I think we're lacking the whole underground thing. I just think. B B boying in general was never meant to be on a stage. It never have been on a stage. B boying is a circle dance when you feed off of people around you. You're not B boying was never supposed to be on no stage. It's not an entertainment dance. It's a straight seek and destroy your ass. <laughs> That's uh-huh. how it came about. Like you had you just you had beef like now they setting it up where, man, I'm about to you. Well, man, I'm about to you. I see you in, in um, two months. Well, I see you in two months. It wasn't none of that. I see you at a corner right. and we get it on. Me and K-Mail, when we saw each other, we got it on. Whoever mm-hmm. had beef right. coming up in the um, 80s and the early 90s is we didn't have time to train. We saw you, we got it in, and it kept you and um, kept you um, hungry and um, kept you creating. You know, you didn't you didn't have the internet where you can see people all over the world, where you can sit on a desk and just watch everybody around the world. When a person yeah. from, that lives in Japan, the only way that you can see that person from Japan, if you go to Japan or they come to New York City or wherever you at to dance, and then by you watching them, you can't copy them. You just remember what they just did, and then you end up creating something else by that vibe that they had. It was just, it yeah. was, just, it was just incredible, and I think. With all the technology and all these jams that they're doing, they just they losing the main essence of of just dance. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree on so so many levels. So I mean, yeah, because what I'm seeing now, it's just 
I mean, it's so it's gotten so big as far as like yes. corporations, you know, yes. coming into it. Now we've got the Junior Olympic team going on, and I just, you know, and I'm a battle cat. Kevin's more of an underground type dancer, but so it's so it's odd to me. I'm not saying like don't right. do it, people. I'm just it's just a totally different mentality than I ever ever saw, yes. you yes. know. Mm-hmm. And I do feel, from what I see, I shouldn't say that it lacks creativity, but I feel like those sessions where you're just in the, uh, you know, you're feeding off of each other. It's like the way that we practice, the way forward fanatics practice, right. we always feed off each other and we come up with new moves. And we, today, everything kind of, it's like, I don't know, somewhat pretty. Because you don't, because, because it's, because it's not designed to feed off of each other anymore. The circle, right. the circle is how you feed off of one another. The people that surround you is how you feed off of one another. When you're on stage and you're ready to compete and you got a person and you have no energy around, around, around you and no one's stifling to get you're going to be predictable. You know on a stage you're going to see 90s. You know on a stage you're going to see air. You don't really see too much footwork in Top Rock because why? The minute you hit the floor, you're vanished. People can't see you on the stage. The, oh, that makes sense. The minute, yeah. the, uh, minute you start doing top rock, people like you feel so far away and energy is not there. You 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 don't even want to dance to the music. You just want to go straight to power moves and flips and all the big stuff so people can see it. And it's really hurting what the dance is all about to me. Yeah. That's that. That's my yeah. huge one person huge stage doesn't work no it doesn't a huge stage is not meant for b-boying you know, if you look at the 80s when when the early 70s and the, and the 80s you never seen them battle on no stage like that it was always in a circle always with right, people around right. them to give them that energy and they was feeding off one another you don't right. see that no more man and then you wonder why b-boying is not as growing like it, it was back then and why people don't have their own style or their own flavor or their own identity. Like if you put a lot of B-boys behind a screen and you tell them to dance, you wouldn't know who the hell is who. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. That's you be true. like, who is that? I, I, <laughs> I think yeah. that's Rock's Right. No, that's not Rock's Right. Rock's Right sitting right next to me. <laughs> <laughs> combination i get it yeah. you know so i don't know man well ko i have I, I want you to bring up that question that we talked about to flow because it was really your question about the how you know dancing to different types of music and how because remember i mean i didn't remember everything that you said about it but i wanted you to bring that up oh all, all style battles yeah like what, what's happening with that because i know in colorado that's it's a it's a thing yeah and i know it it brings a lot more people out and gets like more genres out there well uh, all style battle Corey, that responsibility of the dj too yes. that oh um, yes totally kind of falls short sometimes in the i'm just speaking from experience <laughs> well um i know i i know that stretch did a video that came out when he talked oh, yeah, about yeah. about the all style battle, it's not an all style battle because not everybody can do all styles. It's to be called open styles. Mm-hmm. Okay. And and I think the reason why they're getting big because you can 
don't just you don't have to study one one style you can add all styles together and mm-hmm. to me it's good but then to me it's not because then that means you're not taking time to study your your just your craft yeah you know what i mean like anybody can throw a little crump style anybody can throw a little popping anybody can do a little breaking but to really study a style and really perfect it a lot of people don't like to take time and effort to do that. And doing mm-hmm. these open styles, I think that is just giving the crutch of people not learning that craft. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that that discipline kind that of goes dis- Exactly. That discipline goes right out the window. No. Well, my question is, is how the hell could you judge it? Because, well, uh, yeah, it's just, well, I know how I just because they've been having me doing a lot of open styles. I don't like to say all styles, but a lot of open styles lately is I judge whoever makes that music come alive. Whoever oh, okay. who, from That's breaking, yeah. locking, popping, house and crumping, I don't care what style you're doing. If you're making that music come alive and you talking with with, with that music, then there it is. Mm-hmm. Right. You know yeah. what I mean? It's all about that music at that time now because of because if I can't judge you on the foundation of breaking or the foundation of popping, I gotta judge you on the foundation of that music. Yeah, no, I, I remember yeah. doing a uh, um open styles and uh, I think it was uh Johnny Cash. Uh-huh. Was what they were playing. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I didn't know what to. I, I did my best, but I, 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 I was not. Ha- I don't know what it, the vibe actually. Some of the energy goes out with music like that. Spe- yes, specifically, it's primarily and and and, and um, this is what I train my daughter and my son is you got to baby to dance to any kind. Is I teach I teach my daughter and son. How to oh, right. dance to all kind of music because you never know what the DJ is going to play. Mm-hmm. So right. I I am teach them to uh, find music that they don't that they don't like and they got to dance to it. So they can train their bodies that if battling is what they want to do because my son loves to battle. I said, well, we got to dance to all different types of music. And that's just what we do. We go in there and we battle one another. On different kind of music, so his mind could be ready to do whatever comes his way. Yeah, and I think a lot of b boys and a lot of dancers in general don't like to feel uncomfortable. But you got to be uncomfortable to get comfortable, because we have this saying in um, jujitsu. A saying in jujitsu. Keep going from that point. Oh, I have a saying in jujitsu that. Um, if you don't practice your bad position, somebody will put you in that bad position. So you might as well practice it. So when it really counts, you don't want to get embarrassed. So I tell my son, we have to start listening to music that we don't like because when it's time and everybody's around and they watching you and they put on a song and you're like, oh my God, I don't know what to do. You're going right. to like, ooh. <laughs> it's true though. Yeah. I mean, because you don't have the luxury of picking the songs, you know? No, you don't. You just don't. Not, not when you battle. You do not. Exactly. (laughs) I mean, that's what's great about dancing in clubs and stuff is like you can go out when you want to and wait for the right 
jam, but if, especially these bigger things, you're just at the mercy of whatever the hell they want to play. Whatever they want to play, yes. Yep. Right, right. It is true, which, you know, we had we had um, Alieness on, uh, what was it, last week? Something like uh-huh. that? Yeah, uh-huh. just last week, and he was saying, you know, he used to love, I mean, his thing is, it was all about going to parties and just, you know, if they played a song that got him hype, they would break. Mm-hmm. They would but if break. not, they, you know, it was all about just partying and feeling good. And, and now, I mean, look what it's, it's not, I don't want to say it's turned into something, but I mean, it's, there's just so many different facets now of this dance. It's like, you've got, you know, the parties sort of, not really, not really. You have the underground people, then you've got these huge, huge things, huge events. I mean, they're so crazy now. They're, it's like megastars. They're making megastars out of, you know, B-boys. B-boys, yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, totally. Which I won't say that that's a bad thing. I mean, it's good that people are capitalizing on their talent, that kind of thing. I just think, I don't know, just like what you were saying, Flo, about you know, it's just losing that essence of the essence of what this dance is. Yep. Yeah. And then losing mm-hmm. your and then using your own style that 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 you don't have your own style. Like people I remember coming up that we was uh, we was forced to create our own style. Now these kids don't even have to be forced to create their own yeah. style. They don't. And it's sad. Well yeah, they can look on I mean, you know, we well, there are I know, a, lot, we, a lot of like classes. Old crotchety people, but we didn't yes. have, yeah, we didn't have classes. We didn't have, the, you know, internet to slow down yeah. moves and look at things or anything. It's everything had to be created by you just creating. They creating it or by you watching it. Yes, exactly. I, I just, it's just, it's no creativity anymore. I know. I think the best thing people could do is shut, you know, it's like stop looking and constantly looking at other b-boys and their styles you know it's like go into the lab and just freaking create create let it come out that's not gonna happen it's just like it's just like people who's trying to lose weight they're not gonna get on a good eating plan and change the way that they do things they're gonna go have surgery and and um get their tummy tuck and all that shit it's like but the problem is still gonna be there right no one likes to work no more technology has made people lazy yeah, they want the fast track. They want the fast track, yes. So how do you, hey, what kind of advice do you laptop? give? Laptop? <laughs> I just thought I'd throw that in. Is it a bad thing that I have a laptop? No, no, bad, no, it's not, no. But I'm, I'm just saying it when it comes to dancing, yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, I would, well, because I, I know when, when I find myself, because, you know, I, of, I started uh, the same thing. I was mm-hmm. doing no teachers, no classes. Um, but when I get, it's funny cause sometimes, sometimes for me, YouTube, I use as another way to find music. Right. Right. <laughs> so I might find myself watching the video going, Oh, what's that jam? And then I go to iTunes and find it. And I'm like, Oh, cool. I got like five tracks. I would have never known about. You never known about. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So. Well, I find it interesting that you bring all this up because I was just debating, you know, how do I teach? this dance anymore i mean you you can have a class and you can and what i've noticed is that people in b-boying classes is that they teach a routine and i'm like but this is totally against what it's all about you know it's like a routine doesn't teach you how to create and it doesn't teach you how to find the 
you know, the music and that, I mean, maybe in certain ways, but I just think it should be done a completely different way. Well, I mean, it's just got it. Some things have got to change. I know far as when I teach breaking or locking or so, I go in there and I say, okay, I, this. I think it should be done a completely different way. Well, I mean, it's just got it. Some things have got to change. I know far as when I teach breaking or locking or so, I go in there and I say, okay, I, this, now, I want everybody to do six-step, and I have people do six-step. I said, now, now, I want y'all to do six-step using your hands. So, when you swing it around the six-step, you got to put your hands on your head or put it on your hips. Have have a different flavor of doing it, but I tell people, you do it your own, your own way. So, you have 30 seconds mm-hmm. or a minute to do your own style of um, six-step. And then I say the switches. Okay, now y'all do the switches. Now I want y'all to do your own style of using your hands and slowing, slowing, slowing your body down when you do certain things. You know, just to open their minds up to create and start creating. Yeah, trying to do a combination that I just taught. Yeah, that's what I appreciate so much. Like, you know, when we all practice as footwork fanatics, flow always, always like would give us things to open up our minds or different kinds of music to expand our vocabulary. And then, you know, if we saw each other doing something, we'd be like, Ooh, and then we'd add on to to it. Yes. Yeah. And it was such a fun way to practice. It was so much fun. Yes. So that's how I would keep teaching Jules. I would keep, I would keep teaching like that, sweetie, because you got to open people's minds. People got to start creating and um, stop duplicating. Yeah. Agreed. (laughs) You know, I, I, uh, I always think of like teaching choreography is you're really just practicing the teacher's uh, movement. Yes, it's and movement, exactly, not yours. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. then when you teach the technique, because that's, that's been a thing I've been on uh, quite a bit lately. Because when I first started, you know, teaching, I was like, across the floor, technique, I'm just going to see what happens. Right. Which I, I made out pretty good, but nowadays it's it, everyone is in need and actually excited about learning that technique. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was just thinking to, like the nineties, so, something's coming back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what, yeah. you know what I mean? Like I feel like the nineties social energy mm-hmm. is coming back for some reason. I don't know if it's the clothes or the movement or whatever, but mm-hmm. I just feel like it's, it, it's I don't know if that's true, well, but yeah, I, I think, well, I mean, and Flo knows this, and K.O., you know this, too, but it's it's crazy because, you know, living in L.A. for 11 years, I, you know, people can do choreography all day, but you give them a dance step where they actually have to dance and groove on their own, and they can't do it. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. So people need to and learn. It's, it's still, first and my, foremost, my question how to is, dance. it still happens, correct? Sometimes. You know, what? Sometimes. Not as much as hell, no. Not as much as as the choreography and all that stuff happens. No. Yeah. Okay. I, I I missed the question. What did you say? Oh, I was saying, and that whole like when the the dancers in L.A. still struggle with with improv. Let's say yes, totally <laughs> every improv. Some of, some of the top choreographers or some top of the top dancers, I always hear them. They say I can do people's choreography for days. But if you ask me to freestyle, I will freeze up. I don't know what to do. Then that's just, just, just telling me you do not know how to be free for yourself. Right. You don't or, yeah, 
That's the essence of dance. That's the dance is being you, being free for yourself, not being free because somebody just told you what to do. Right. Anybody can do that. I agree. I feel like anybody can learn choreography. I'm like, I could care less about choreography. I think, you know, going back and learning how to groove and dance and, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but isn't that, that's what locking is all about, grooving, grooving and dancing. Yes. It's all the stuff mm-hmm. in between. Yes. It's like, yeah, you have your foundational things, but it's the groove and the funk mm-hmm. and same with Boogaloo and all of that. It's all about the dance. You know, I I just, I feel that choreography plays a part, you know, that, that has a space and dance, but mm-hmm. before, yeah. before you do that, you should know how to dance yourself because it would just yeah. make choreography so much better because I always hear choreographers Really good choreographers always keep telling their students, y'all need to learn how to dance. Y'all sitting there doing these moves with no feeling because y'all don't know how to dance. The step the yeah. step doesn't mean anything if you have no groove to it. Right. Yeah, it's true. It's so true. And I really, really wish that they would bring back guys dancing with girls and girls dancing with guys. Cause that's where you you've been saying that for like twenty Man, years I've been now. Saying, listen, I know that's how that's how you that's how that's how you that's how these social dances came about. Guys dancing with girls, girls dancing with guys. That's how you learn yeah. how to groove. I always have lockers from from Taiwan and Korea and 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 Japan come to me. It's like Flo, we want you to teach us how to groove. And I said, well, I need you to go get a girl and just dance. Right. I know. I I think I've actually heard that quote from you. Yeah, I'm like, (laughs) go get a girl and start dancing. Stop trying to sweep up the floor all goddamn night. Oh my god, it's so true. (laughs) That's so true. It's so funny. Oh my god. Yeah, it's also a good way to get us shy guys out of our Yeah. (laughs) I'm like, come on, man. Well. Is, oh. is, Izzy's piping in. She said, you agree? Yep, yep, you? yep. She's like, you're right, Flo. You're right. I you're know. right, Flo. It's, and, and I, and it's gonna, Look, see? It's going to be yeah. Izzy's generation. It's going to be, you know, Kai's generation. Like, they're the ones that are going to change it back. Yeah. I'm pretty sure of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm.